Excited to have an amazing singer, guitarist on the Passion Band Art Show, Miet Hope. Welcome, Miet. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Well, um, kind of got to. I noticed you on Instagram, and I've been listening to you because I am a designer. But as it's becoming known more and more, I love music terribly. And I love to like just check out musicians. I have a lot of musicians that I know, so I was I'm always and that's how the podcast started with with musicians on the show. So kind of let's get started. How did your music journey start? When you knew that okay, music is my thing. I love it completely. So I feel like music for me was never really a question because um, my mom was always a musician and she used to play in a band like when she was pregnant with me. So I've really kind of been raised around it and I was kind of surprised when I started to realize that not everyone is into music. But um, I don't know, I, I've always kind of really loved it but I think when I really started to know that it was something I wanted to do forever um, was when I started teaching myself how to play guitar. My mom taught me some stuff too. Um, and that's when I like wrote my first song. And that's when I was like, whoa, this is like, this is something that I can connect with. And it's something that's more than just a hobby, I guess. Cool. So what kind of instrument did your mom play? So my mom is a singer-songwriter, and she plays guitar and sings as well. Oh, nice. So do you guys, like, do duets and stuff like that? Yeah, so she has a band called Edith Makes a Paper Chain. Mm. Um, and I sang backup and played ukulele in the band growing up. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and uh, in middle school, I actually played guitar, or I played um, clarinet. And um, my mom would have me come and sit in and play little clarinet solos over their music sometimes. And that's kind of how I started playing with the band. Okay, cool. So you kind of developed that, okay, music is my thing, especially after you wrote your first song. Like, what is your sound? What, is, what When people hear your music, what are you expecting them or hoping for them to experience? Well... I think the biggest thing about my sound um, and my writing is that I'm trying to be as open and honest as possible. I think music is really an outlet for me to express my true feelings. Um, and I hope that, you know, when, when someone listens to the music that they feel comfortable feeling what they're feeling. You know what I mean? Sometimes it can be um uplifting and sometimes it can be sad and like it's okay for it to be sad like I want my listeners to 
go there with me, you know, and, and hopefully resonate with what I'm talking about or what I'm expressing. Um, and most importantly, just feel supported and comfortable being vulnerable by way of my example, I guess. Oh, that's nice. I, I, I really, I listened to a couple of your covers and some of the stuff you've done on the Instagram and it kind of, I don't know, the sound just kind of really grips me. It's, it's great. So who would you say like some of the people you look up to heroes in like music wise? So musically, like composition wise, I love Stevie Wonder. I love everything he's done. And same with Michael Jackson. Um, I feel like both of their music is very groove based and they kind of develop a groove that really gets the people moving, which I love. Um, vocally, Sarah Vaughn is one of my favorite ever vocalists. She was a jazz singer that just had an incredible range and expressed so much through her voice. Um, I love listening to her and draw a lot of influence vocally from her. And then um, songwriters that I love, um, Bob Dylan, is an incredible songwriter and he was really pushing the limits from right. by um you know tackling political topics um and just you know kind of just doing whatever was outside of the norm he kind of just did whatever he wanted and i love that um because i've gone to berkeley these past four years and i've been a songwriting major and i think the songwriters that I really look up to are the songwriters that consciously break the rules, you know? Right, right. And they have meaning, but um, when you do break them, it can be really impactful. Yeah. And the Beatles, um, too. True. Similar with their songwriting and um, the content of their songs was just so different than anything that had really come before it. They were super re revolutionary. Mm. Yeah, the whole idea of kind of going against the grain. Yeah, that's <laughs> what inspires me because that's where I'm at. I'm kind of at this point in getting into the industry where stuff is really changing. Um, and I really kind of want to do things my own way. And I'm mm. totally inspired by, you know, the people that came before me that were able to do that too. Okay, so... You have a large following, so how would you say what helped you to grow in your musical journey? So, a lot of my following, um, I think, has kind of developed organically, but um, I've, I, I also do modeling, hmm. just on the side, and for fun, but I think it's as an artist, it is really important these days to have um, visual content more than just the musical side of that. So um, I'm all about curating a content um, on, on my social media pages that really represents me as a person mm. and just a musician. I think um, it's really important to have the music speak for itself. Right. But I also feel like um, with the attention span of kind of the general public these days, it's not enough to just have the music. I feel like people that really latch on to an artist want to know about the artist. So I really try to be authentic and show my personality through like the photos that I'm posting and um, like the 
thing, the captions that I'm posting and just really kind of make sure that my fans are getting to know me. Right. Another really important part is engaging with fans. Um, I know a lot of people that have bigger followings just don't even bother with it at all. But I'm really super grateful for my supporters, and I really wouldn't be where I am as a musician and artist without them. So um, I think it's just really important to respond, you know, respond and have a conversation with someone that supports you. It really means a lot to them, and it means a lot to me that they reach out to me. Um, And then there's a, a page on Instagram called... Um, it used to be called Pickup Jazz, but it's called Pickup now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's yeah, it's run by my my friend Sam, and um, I was recommended to play one of their first um, house shows because mm. they they curate and host um, these exclusive house shows. With, yeah, I've seen it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I got asked to play one of those events, and I think that was really helpful for my following because a lot of people were turned on to my music through that page. Um, And when I played the event, they were, um, you know, promoting it and everything. And um, it was definitely really helpful to my growth as an artist um, just to get music lovers um, sent my way, basically. That's cool. So how does that work? Um, I mean, I've seen, like, different pictures of it and i follow sam and stuff like that but how does that work with were you there live playing yeah so basically um they choose an area that they want to host a show in i think one of the first ones they did was in new york right um and then they basically just find musicians that they really love Mm. um it's through recommendations sometimes it's through their research on social media um but they basically find um, four or five artists um, and musicians that they want to play this event. And then the pickup fans can apply to attend the show. Right. right, right. Um, and it's, it's pretty limited. They like to keep it small. They like to keep it like 50 cap, a hundred cap. Um, but yeah, so it's that whole process that they find the people and then they curate the event. And it was a really awesome thing to be a part of. And I also met some other um, really up-and-coming musicians that um, also played the event. Yeah, collab. Some any form of collaboration is always a good thing. That's another thing I was going to say um, that's helped me grow my social media pages is like... Um, as a model, I get to collaborate with a lot of amazing photographers. So when they post our work together, their followers are sent my way and vice versa when I post work together. And the same thing goes for if I decide to collaborate with another musician and make a song or make a Instagram cover or anything like that. It's just kind of all feeding back into this um, like online community, which is a really important part of um, promoting yourself as a musician these days yeah it's almost a more important part of everything yeah <laughs> so what would you say was the hardest struggle you had to overcome so when i was 16 years old a week before my senior year of high school um i lost my dad mm. um yeah he passed away and it was 
definitely really, really hard on me. Um, and it was probably just like the, the biggest hardship I've ever had to experience. Um, but I think it really kind of pushed me. I mean, the, basically the months following that are the months that I applied to Berkeley and applied to get the scholarship that I have. And without my scholarship, I wouldn't have been able to attend school here. So, you know, even though it was a really hard thing to go through, I feel like it's kind of made me who I am. And it's also kind of pushed me further. I know he's always with me and I, you know, always just really want to make him proud. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that, but I mean, I, I, I'm glad that, you know, it became, you turned it into uh, some kind of motivation because that's something rough to overcome. Yeah, definitely. And I was actually able to like write kind of um, a concept album about um, my relationship with my dad and his journey and struggle um, as an addict. And um, my hope is that I'll be able to release that someday and, you know, be able to show it to fans that um, may have had a similar story or may have had to deal with something similar and that it could help them in some way. But I don't think I'm ready to share it yet. <laughs> right, right. I must, you know, it's kind of something so, it's so deep. Kind of got to be prepared mentally for it. Yeah, and I think I want to build my fan base a little bit more and have like really solid fans that actually care about my story instead of having it brand me. Right. So who would you say is your support system? Who are the people that, you know, you kind of even helped you get through this? So my mom is definitely my biggest supporter and she has always encouraged me to pursue my dreams. Um, my sister as well. Um, definitely my family for sure. My stepdad. And then I still have a really good relationship with my stepmom after we lost my dad. So, um, she's always been around for us as well. Um, and also my choir teacher in high school really encouraged me to apply to music school and apply to like singing competitions around, um, around town. And he gave me the vocal jazz award my senior year and that kind of really just gave me like the recognition and like the belief in myself to just keep moving forward and I was like okay cool like this mentor of mine who's been doing this for years and has seen a lot of talent uh, believes in me and wants me to keep going with this so it definitely kind of helped me to move forward so shout out to Mr. Peckham. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. So what are you most excited about right now? What are some of the stuff that you're doing? Like, what are you most excited about right now? So I'm about to release my next single, hmm. which I'm very, very excited about. The song itself is called Release Me. So I think it's in its own title. It's waiting <laughs> for me to get that thing out there. Um, and I did a live session of it with my band, which is because we actually don't have any like professional videos out of us performing live. Hmm. So, um, I'm really, really excited about that. Um, and I've just had a lot of fans. I mean, it's been almost a year or maybe a little less than a year um, since I've released my last single. So 
I've been having fans reach out to me a lot and just asking, where's the album? Where's, where's the music? Um, but I prefer to release singles right now because they're a lot easier to promote. Um, and the issue with releasing a whole body of work when you don't have a huge, um, fan base is that people may not listen to the whole thing and people may not have the attention span um, to be present with all of the work that you put in. And at that point, it's it's not really worth it to release a whole body of work. So I'm just going to keep releasing singles for a while as I'm coming up as an artist. Um, I'm doing this thing without a label and without a manager right now. Um, so it's kind of just better for me to focus on one song at a time. And I think it's just a lot easier for the people to digest. Um, but after I release this single and finish up these last couple credits here at Berkeley this summer, I'm moving to New York. And that's one of the main things that I'm just really, really excited about. Um, it's a new city. Um, it's kind of going to be my first time on my own and I don't plan on getting a real job. Nice. <laughs> freelance. I'm going to be a musician and really do this thing and see if it's possible. So it's, it's very scary, but it's also super exciting. And I think exciting and scary are a little bit one in the same. Right, right. To be honest, if there's any place you want to go, like, go for it, it's um, New York City. As a person that lived in New York for years, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's that type of place. And uh, uh, you'll do well. I'm not even worried at all. Thank you. Thank you. So... In regards to the single, what was kind of the inspiration behind that? Um, so I wrote this song during a time when I had just gone through a big heartbreak. Hmm. I think it's what I've been learning about love and life is that it's when you when you get when your story gets intertwined with someone else's it can be extremely challenging to um, undo that and kind of um, find yourself again after you've kind of like morphed with someone else. So I was going through this breakup and just really, really needing some space. I think I was feeling really hurt and just feeling like I wanted to be independent again. Um, and just like open that um, and I my my ex at the time um, I think was also having a hard time with the separation but was at a different part in the process than I was and was reaching out to me to hang out or grab coffee or catch up or whatever um, and so I kind of wrote this song in reaction to that. Mm, okay. Yeah. Got it. Release me. Release Got me. Got it. I just need to be free from this. <laughs> Got um, it. Yeah, and I was having a hard time moving on because they were still, like, trying to be in my life, which is so hard because you totally do want to be in that person's life. You know, you're going to love them no matter what. But sometimes you just really need that space to find yourself again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And I think by releasing this song, it's going to be, like, kind of the last step in my recovery process. Because it's been, like, a year since all of this went down. And 
I'm finally like on my feet again and feeling really good about, you know, just taking this world on by myself. So <laughs> nice. I mean, it, it it all sounds good. I mean, I really, as I said, I enjoy your style. I enjoy your music. I think um, you have a very unique sound, and um, it's awesome. It's awesome. Are you going to be able to play? Yeah, I have my guitar right here. Awesome. All right. Well, let's have it. So I think I'm going to play a song that I already have out. Um it's called Spring, and in this song, I basically kind of created a metaphor um, comparing a person in my life to the weather, <laughs> and the overarching theme is basically just that you can't change someone, you know? Right. It's going to change the way that they do like the weather does. You can't change the weather. It's going to happen how it happens in its natural way. And that's totally fine. You know, it's like coming to accept um, that that's the way things are and just being patient. Love it. Called Spring. Sleeping on the surface of your big skin I 
How can people go to learn about all this awesome stuff that you're creating? So the easiest way is probably my website, meathope.com. Um, but I'm on all social media platforms except for Twitter. I don't really like Twitter. Um, but And then all, on all streaming platforms. Um, and if you're old school, Bandcamp and SoundCloud too. Um, I have two music videos out on Vivo and YouTube. Um, so you can check those out too. Well, Miet, this was awesome. Um, it was great to get to know you a little better, the person behind the music. Um, thanks again for doing this. Like that was so awesome just now. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Nice to meet you. Yes, and um, I'll definitely keep in touch. But for now, I'm gonna let you go. Thanks again for being on the show. Thank you. Have a good night. All right, you too. Take care. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode. I hope it brought you a ton of value. I'm always open for feedback and just to hear what you thought and what stood out to you the most. So reach out to me through my Instagram or Twitter, DP Creates, and just let me know like how did this episode impact you and what did you get from it what stood out the most i would love to hear what it is that brought you value thanks again for listening to this week's episode be blessed